0: Hello, and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up, guys? For today's video, I'm gonna be doing another mock draft. This is gonna be a 12-team league. Haven't done one of those in a little bit, and I'm gonna be drafting from the fourth slot. I don't think I've drafted from the number four position yet, so we're gonna try it out. And this is gonna be a pretty standard roster settings. One quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, and then one flex, and then a bench slot. I don't know if I mentioned it, but half PPR. If you guys watch this mock and you find yourself enjoying the content, please just make sure you leave a like and subscribe to the channel. That really helps support me a lot and I would appreciate it, but let's get started. So before our pick here at the 104, we saw Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, and Derrick Henry come off the board. I think this is a pretty typical start. This is how I would rank the top three running backs exactly in that order. So it makes sense. So the guys that we're gonna have on the board here, it's gonna be players like Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, Zeke. I think those are probably the big three that I'm gonna be looking at. But I think this is a pretty clear pick in my mind. I wanna go with Alvin Kamara here. I understand that some people may like Saquon Barkley but his injury kind of carrying into the 2021 season and them not confirming that he's gonna be ready for week one is definitely concerning for me. I don't want them to rush him, you know, back onto the field and then he re-injures something. It's just not something that I'm gonna be buying in the first round. I don't wanna be buying a guy who's already injured. So I'd much rather go with Alvin Kamara, who also has a very high ceiling. He does have a little bit of uncertainty with his situation with the Saints and their quarterback but I think he's proven that he's going to get the ball no matter who's there and going to put up a really solid RB1 season. So I'm feeling pretty good about Alvin Kamara as my RB1. So after our pick in the first round, it was a pretty solid split between running backs and wide receivers. We saw Saquon, Najee, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, and Zeke all come off and then Hill, Devante Adams, and Diggs. And then second round, also a solid mix between running backs and wide receivers with Travis Kelsey mixed in there. I think Kelsey is going to go a lot higher than that, but that's really the only complaint I have here and Anaji Harris going at the 106, definitely too early in my mind, but I wouldn't bet against some people going for that upside with all those touches he could get. But so now we are up here and I'm gonna be looking at running back or wide receiver. I'm not gonna be looking at Waller or Kittle just this early. Definitely not picking a quarterback in at least the first four rounds. So we're locked into running back and wide receiver. And at running back, I think the top option here is Joe Mixon. I think I'm even higher on him than consensus. I just think he's gonna have so many opportunities in this offense on the ground and in the air with Giovanni Bernard gone. I talked about him in yesterday's video where I compared him to Antonio Gibson. And so I'm just a huge Joe Mixon fan. I think his ceiling is very high with that huge workload he's gonna get. So at running back, he would definitely be the top option for me here. And then at wide receiver, DK, AJ Brown, can't really go wrong with those guys, but I really like Joe Mixon here. I like to go running backs early and often. So being able to lock up two running backs that I view as RB1s, I have Joe Mixon as my RB11. So I think the value here is really nice and that's the direction I'm gonna be going with this pick. To finish up the second round and to start the third, we saw every position come off the board at wide receiver, Metcalf and AJ Brown at running back, DeAndre Swift and CEH. And then Darren Waller came off at the 301. And then the first quarterback, Mahomes, went at the 303. So let's take a look at who is still available for us with this pick. We probably don't wanna go running back unless there's some crazy value. And I don't really see it here. You know, you got Dobbins, Carson. Those are solid guys, but maybe not this early. Like I mentioned, not gonna be going quarterback. So I'm gonna be looking at wide receiver and tight end. I think at wide receiver, the top options here, would be Thomas and Keenan Allen. I would favor Allen out of those guys. But then another player to consider here is George Kittle at tight end. I really wouldn't mind going with George Kittle at this ADP, but I just think the value here with Keenan Allen, I view him as a mid-tier wide receiver one. So to be able to get him you know, early to mid third round in a 12 team draft, I think is a ton of value. I'd be cool if you would like to go Michael Thomas with this pick, I wouldn't argue against it. But I mean, we saw last year when Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert were on the field together, they were balling out, putting up huge numbers. And I only expect that to improve this year. That offensive line is way better. And Herbert's going to have another year of NFL experience. So I think Keenan Allen is going to have a very solid wide receiver one season. After Keenan Allen was picked, we saw George Kittle follow him. And then the running backs, Dobbins, Jacobs, Carson, and then a huge run on wide receivers, Michael Thomas, McLaurin, Robinson, Cooper, Julio, Mike, Thielen, Lamb, Godwin, just a ton of those guys off the board. And then Josh Allen was mixed in there in the third round. But now it's our pick at the 409. Right now we've got two running backs with Kamara and Mixon, and then one wide receiver with Keenan Allen. I still think it's too early to go quarterback. I'm not gonna be looking at this second tier of tight ends. You know, the Hawkinson, Andrew, Pitts group, Definitely not going to be looking at them this early. So, probably looking again at the running back or wide receiver position. At running back, you've got Gaskin and Mike Davis. I really like both of those players this year. And then at wide receiver, you have Robert Woods, DJ Moore, Cooper Cup. This is a pretty tough choice between Gaskin and Woods. I'm going to take a look at the draft board to see the players picking after me. Maybe we get an idea on where they're going to be going with this pick. So the team that picks at the 410, they really could go anywhere. They have one running back, one wide receiver, and one quarterback. The other two at the 411 and 412, both have two running backs. So you know, both of those teams are probably gonna be getting at least one receiver in their next two picks. So we may need to lock down Robert Woods here. Start off the draft with two nice running backs, two wide receivers, and Robert Woods is like an ideal wide receiver too. I mean, the man is guaranteed to finish in that range. He's done it the past three seasons, but this year he has some kind of newfound upside with Matthew Stafford at quarterback. This Rams offense could be much improved. And so I'm really solid having him as the wide receiver too. To finish the fourth round, we actually saw James Robinson come off at the 410. That is way early for James Robinson. And then followed by Mike Davis, Cooper Cup, And then in the fifth, Kenny Galladay, TJ Hawkinson, Tyler Lockett. So we really lucked out here and Miles Gaskin fell to us at the 504. I'm pretty confident that that's where we're going to be going with this pick, but let's just take a look at the other spots. Tight end, you know, I still don't love the value here at this range. I wouldn't hate it, but I just think there's better options on the board. We could look quarterback, but I just think locking up Miles Gaskin as the RB3 is better than getting any of these guys in the early fifth round wide receiver you know dj moore deontay johnson those are solid players but i still don't think either of those guys are going to have more value than miles gaskin to this team so i'm going to go with him i just think this is an ideal situation for a running back to be a part of they like to use workhorses and it looks like he's going to be the number one guy also a great receiver out of the backfield so one of my favorite kind of fifth round targets If he falls there, I think he's a terrific value. After we picked Gaskin, we saw every position come off, some wide receivers with Moore and Deontay Johnson, some quarterbacks with Kyler, Dak, Lamar, Russ in the sixth, and then some tight ends sprinkled in there with Andrews and Pitts, and then a couple running backs off the board. So teams were going in all kinds of different directions, but here we are up. We have three running backs locked down, Kamara, Mixon, and Gaskin, and then two wide receivers with Keenan or Woods, So we could really go anywhere. We could look for a quarterback. We could look for another wide receiver. If there's crazy value at running back, then maybe we consider it. Looking at the running back position, we're looking at guys like Javante Williams, Raheem Mostert. I do like Raheem Mostert, but I don't think his value is too crazy that I'd pick him on my bench over getting a wide receiver three or a starting quarterback or tight end. I do like Justin Herbert at quarterback. I would just like that value a little bit more in the next round especially considering the guys going after him hurts Tannehill, brady stafford i've talked about that in basically every video i love the value in the late rounds at the quarterback position at tight end i do like dallas goddard i just think it's too early to be going kind of this next group of tight ends then at wide receiver a guy who's sticking out to me is jamar chase and i think i'm a little bit lower on him than consensus But I mean, falling this far, the value just seems too good to pass up. He has a very wide range of outcomes. You know, he outperformed Justin Jefferson in college while being the younger player. So he could step in and finish as a wide receiver one in fantasy. You know, one of those top 12 guys, and I wouldn't be shocked. But I mean, it also is just tough to step in and perform right away. And they already have some solid receivers there. With Higgins and Boyd but I do feel a little bit more comfortable picking him as my wide receiver three you know because I don't have to start him if he busts it's definitely gonna hurt my team but it's not gonna be as big of an issue since he's not locked into my starting lineup so this is a risk I'm willing to take here I'm gonna bet on that upside and just his overall talent as a prospect and hope he hits this season after our pick we saw almost entirely wide receivers come off with Juju, Cooks, Devontae Smith raheem mostert was thrown in there and then Corey davis and dj chark so now we are up at the 704 and once again we could go in a couple different directions here we still don't have a starting quarterback or a starting tight end or even at three running backs and three wide receivers but i talked about with the last pick i didn't like the justin herbert value in that earlier round but now here in the seventh round i think we may have to take a serious look at that at running backs There are some decent options here. Javante Williams is still on the board, but I'm gonna be honest, I am not a huge fan of him this year. I don't really understand why people think he's gonna come in and immediately take over the starting role from Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is still a very capable starting running back. And this Denver Broncos backfield is not one that kind of yields a lot of fantasy points. I was feeling decent about Gordon as the sole running back in that room, but they just do not use running backs in the passing game. So I don't think there's any shot that it can support two running backs who are both trying to get touches. So just not a big fan of Javonte Williams here. At wide receiver, you've got some solid options with Sutton, Anderson, Boyd, tight end, the same guys, Goddard, Fant. So I think the value here is definitely at the quarterback position with Justin Herbert. Get a little pairing with him and Keenan Allen. I expect both of those guys to ball out this year. So I'm solid having Justin Herbert as my quarterback one and we're one player away from finishing the starting lineup. To finish up the seventh round, we saw three quarterbacks come off and then five wide receivers. And then to start off the eighth round, it was a heavy mix of running backs and wideouts. So now it's our pick here at the 809. We've got our quarterback spot filled. We have three running backs, three wide receivers, still no tight end. So that's a position we could be looking at here. Dallas Goddard is still on the board, but I do still wanna take a look at running back and wide receiver to see if there's any value there. At running back, I'd be looking at David Johnson, James Conner, or Trey Sermon. I think David Johnson is being very undervalued this year. I understand he's nowhere near what he was before, but he still has a chance to lead a backfield, and that's not something that's very common in this range of running backs that is left. At wide receiver, Curtis Samuel, Antonio Brown, Really like both of those guys. When I'm deciding between choosing a running back or a wide receiver, I think I would have to lean wide receiver with this pick just because there are still a couple guys at that running back position that I do like. I'd be fine with Johnson, Connor, or Sermon. At wide receiver, it's definitely a little bit more limited to Curtis Samuel and Antonio Brown. It does hurt a little bit to lose out on Dallas Goddard here. Maybe he falls to the next round, or maybe we just go for one of those late round tight ends. And hope it hits it's definitely not a bad strategy so with this pick i'm gonna go with antonio brown i think he's probably my most owned player in these mock drafts i mean getting him as a wide receiver four in a 12 team league i think the value is just too good at that slot to end the eighth round and start the ninth it was a solid 3-3 split at running back and wide receiver so some of the guys we were looking at did come off the running backs david johnson and james connor both got picked. So that may limit our options at the running back position. We still have Dallas Goddard on the board and that is tempting, but I'm just a little bit scared to not go running back with this pick because we only have three RBs and there's gonna be a long wait between our next pick. So, I mean, I do like Sermon here. He would definitely be the guy, but when we get around to our next pick, I mean, we could be looking at guys like Tony Pollard, Naheem Hines, Latavius Murray. I don't feel confident with any of those guys as my RB4. So we may have to bite the bullet here and just wait on tight end and secure Trey Sermon, who I think has some decent value as the running back four. You know, he's not locked in as a starter, but he's gonna be a part of a very solid run game. And as a running back four, you know, I don't have to start him on a week to week basis. So, you know, I feel solid with him here at this pick. Wow, so we got very lucky between our pick at the 904 in our next slot here at the 1009, three tight ends came off the board. Noah Fant, Robert Tanyan, and Hunter Henry, but none of them were named Dallas Goddard. So he is still here on the board, and that's where we've gotta go with this pick. I mean, getting him this late is a huge value. I thought we were definitely gonna lose out on him, but luckily we did not. So we go Dallas Goddard here, complete our starting lineup. It will be totally filled. Herbert, Kamara, Mixon. Keenan Allen, Robert Woods, Dallas Goddard, and Miles Gaskin. Goddard has a great chance to now operate as the tight end one with the Philadelphia Eagles. They still haven't traded Zach Ertz, but it seems like it is inevitable that he's going to be gone. So Goddard will operate as one of the top weapons on this team, and they just need people to throw the ball to, and Dallas Goddard is going to be one of those guys. After we picked Dallas Goddard, we saw another tight end, Mike Gasecki come off the board, followed by Marvin Jones and Jalen Waddell then Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford. Great value picks in the 11th round. And then Naheem Hines. So we are here at the 11:04, and we're going to be filling up our last three bench slots. Right now we've got one quarterback, one tight end, four wide receivers, and four running backs. So a very, very balanced roster right now. At the running back position, I think the best options here are Jamal Williams and Philip Lindsay, both players that may not be slotted, you know, to be starting running backs, but I think are still going to be involved. Jamal Williams, I think, has the more established workload. Even though he's the backup to DeAndre Swift, he's still going to be heavily involved in the run game and receiving game. We saw what he did in Green Bay. He is very capable. Phillip Lindsey, I think, may not have such guaranteed touches, but maybe a better shot to just take over the backfield overall at wide receiver, we're in this Gallup, Mooney, T.Y. Hilton, Cole Beasley range. I could go wide receiver here, but I'm going to be honest, I think next round we could wait and I could still find one of these late round targets that I feel comfortable with. Our next pick at running back, I think it's going to be totally just a dead zone. There's going to be no one I want. And so I'd rather just lock up our RB5 here and feel good about it. So I think Jamal Williams is going to be the pick A guy who has week-to-week upside in potential matchups. You know, even if DeAndre Swift isn't off the field, but then even with an injury, Williams could step in and have a really solid role. Looks like I was right about running backs coming off the board after our Jamal Williams pick. We saw Henderson, Penny, McKissick, Lindsey, Coleman, Gainwell, Madison, White, Bell, Damian Williams all come off the board. Some wide receivers mixed in there. Cole Beasley, McCole Hardman, Gallup, and Aguilar. And then one quarterback with Joe Burrow. That's gonna be a backup on whatever team chose him. But so here we're at the 1209, and we're looking at another bench slot, probably going wide receiver here, unless there's some serious value at another position. I'm not really seeing it. You know, Trevor Lawrence could be a decent pick, but I feel pretty secure here with Justin Herbert at tight end. I actually think I'm gonna be looking at Zach Ertz in that last round but I don't think he's gonna be drafted before then. So I think we can hold off on that pick. And that just focuses us in on the wide receiver position. There's a lot of players here who could be acceptable late round targets. You've got Darnell Mooney, T.Y. Hilton, John Brown. We've also got players like Brashad Pearman, Elijah Moore. You know, all these guys are viable picks here. I think I'm gonna go with Darnell Mooney with this pick. I don't think I've gotten him in any of these drafts. I have had the opportunity I just don't know how much of a role he's gonna have as the wide receiver two. I think he's talented enough to be a fantasy relevant player, but I think we kind of have to hope that Justin Fields is able to take over and kind of give this offense a spark, but I'm confident you know, betting on his talent. So as the wide receiver five, I'm totally fine with that pick. After our pick, we saw three straight running backs come off, Marlon Mack, Giovanni Bernard, Jeff Wilson followed by T-Law and Matt Ryan, and then Rob Gronkowski. So this is our last pick, the 13th round. We've got a quarterback, a running back, and then five running backs, five wide receivers. So a very balanced team. At this point in the draft, we're really just kind of hunting for value. And so we could really go at any position here. I did talk about last round going potentially with Zach Ertz at tight end. I still think that's a very viable option, but I actually do like Tyler Higbee here at tight end. I just think he should be going much higher than the 13th round and probably will in most drafts. But as a backup, you know, I'd rather kind of take that big swing on a guy like Zach Ertz, who's proven that he could be a very high end tight end. Quarterback, don't really love any of these guys. I feel like Justin Herbert is a pretty solid, you know, week to week starter. Wide receiver, you've got T.Y. Hilton, could look there, but I think I'm gonna go with the plan that I laid out in the last round. Zach Ertz, you're just not gonna find any tight ends that are going this late and have put up the numbers that he has. Obviously, he had a very bad last season, only 335 yards, one touchdown. He's only one year removed from being a consensus top three tight end. I mean, look at his numbers from 2017 to 2019 had over 800 yards in every year, eight touchdowns, eight touchdowns, six touchdowns. I'm just willing to bet that he still has some juice left in the tank. And I mean, if he gets traded to the Colts, which seems like the most likely landing spot, he has a lot of upside reuniting with Carson Wentz on a team that doesn't have a lot of weapons. All right, so that is gonna conclude our draft. This is our final team that we're looking at. Don't worry about the grade. That just grades you on how well you followed their ADP. So let's break down our team. At quarterback, we have Justin Herbert. Running backs, Alvin Kamara and Joe Mixon. Wide receivers, Keenan Allen and Robert Woods. Tight end, we've got Dallas Goddard. In the flex, we have Miles Gaskin. And then our bench is Jamar Chase, Antonio Gibson, Trey Sermon, Jamal Williams, Darnell Mooney, and Zach Ertz. I think our quarterback position is very solid. I view Justin Herbert as a mid-tier quarterback one. I think our running backs are also pretty top tier. Kamara and Joe Mixon, both running back ones in my eyes. And then Gaskin, kind of a lower end RB2. Sermon, more of a high upside play, not as much consistency, but I feel fine with him as my RB4. And then Jamal Williams, a very capable RB5. Wide receivers aren't you know, amazing, but I think they're definitely very solid. Keenan Allen, I think is a mid-tier wide receiver one. Robert Woods, a mid-tier to high-end wide receiver two. Jamar Chase on the bench, Antonio Brown, Darnell Mooney. Feel very good about that group. Tight end is probably the weakest point in our lineup. Even though Goddard is probably gonna be a mid-tier tight end, he's not one of those kind of big top six guys that I think have that high upside. We also have the high upside play with Zach Ertz on our bench. So I'm feeling really good about this roster as a whole, especially in a 12-team league. I think we have a lot of depth and just a very strong starting lineup as well. If you guys watch this video, and enjoyed the content, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. I would really appreciate it. And also let me know down below, what do you guys think of this team? Would you have made any different decisions? Let me know your reasoning as well. I'd love to hear all your guys' different perspectives. Thank you guys again for stopping by and watching and listening, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.